we're off. Dun, 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 dun. The worst or nots ride the bus. We're more likely to believe an important local businessman than a foul-mouthed jerk from out of town. Foul-mouthed? Fuck you, man. Ladies and gentlemen, worst or not, as you know, you are now rocking with the worst. This is the worst case scenario, and as such, I am your host, Valio Iglesias, MC Onion, the Rap Scallion, Genghis Khan Man, Poonani DeFranco, the Boulevard Thunder God, known to the ladies as a named Sugar Cookie, and uh, with me, as always, is uh, Silvery Plath. Alicia Silverstone, Paloma Abdul, Yoni Berra, and uh, my mellow, my man that we cannot do without, Adam Strange, the Vice Count, Dirty Finger, <laughs> yeah, Tooth Willis, Forrest Gums, and uh, our finally got a guest again, a really important guest, my man, Yaki Balboa, aka Frankie Flowers, the San Juan A-Hole, Mr. Pancake Pants, the late bloomer, the stinky diaper Don Draper, the truest falsetto, Johnny La Chingas. I don't know why I had to say that last part all swarthy and nailed shit. Nailed it. Uh, yeah, you know, Mayo nailed it. Um, yeah. And uh, there's so much to talk and not talk about right now. Um, do we start on the good stuff or the bad stuff? I don't there's know. There's only one thing right now, and it's Omicron Perseus. Oh, yeah, yeah. Omicron Perseus I ate. My whole just... ride over here, every bit of every radio station, which is Omicron, 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 Omicron. I'm like, okay, the, the branding. That, that was quick. Yeah. That was some fast, fast branding. And, like, I mean, last Wednesday, like Thanksgiving, nobody's talking about Omicron. Friday, they were like, Psst, hey, there's this new thing called Omicron. Today, it's fucking everywhere. No, nothing it, goes viral it like the this. It, 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 no, nothing goes viral I lost like, like a bacterial infection. No, no, viral not paying infection. attention to Omicron. I could have sold that shit on Wednesday, but no, no, no. The market's crashed on me. Yeah, no, no, no. It, 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 it. It crashed the markets before anyone even heard of it. So, like, those it, cats know shit first, though. Right. You know, yeah, like, that's a hedge fund. If you have a billion, me. you're like, find out some shit and I'll give you some of this money. Right. So but they it, know first. It doesn't help me not become a conspiracy theorist. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, oh, oh, the people trading stocks on the market that fucked all these people out of their homes. Uh, know about shit first. Like I don't well, think the same. Ones. I don't there's think that that's right. But there's, I just don't think that that's well. Think about because like, they're so industrious. When Napoleon lost at Waterloo, okay, right. there were some dudes there that like, oh shit, this is gonna affect the markets. And so they got on a horse and ran their ass back to England. And because could because Rothschild paid that motherfucker a thousand bucks to go sit over there. Oh, and you're see gonna what go happened. directly to anti-Semitism? No, there's not. <laughs> a way. I'm saying people with money often will pay people more than people that can sell newspapers have so they find out that info before the journalist does so the journalists are over there writing a the thing and the guy they got paid by the rich guy is already on his horse riding back to the rich guy to tell him what happened so right. the markets always know for it but that's the thing is the markets are visible so you can you can know if you're looking at the markets so like we could have seen that it was coming or that the powers that be had accepted that it was coming before it came but it's coming like i don't know i think this winter is like nations in invest Africa, in masks you think that they're like have their finger on the pulse of what's happening in those countries people are watching they, the market's new like the hedge funds sold that shit they were like let's go ahead and before black friday they sold that shit black friday apparently was one of oh, the worst that's in a years. different level of black friday that was when we woke up and yeah the market had crashed people were like let's not go shopping today let's just not go shopping and so they didn't go shopping personally i, I have never gone shopping on the friday after thanksgiving Hell i can't imagine no. being like let's go to a walmart this would be the best time to go to a walmart i love lines on the way in i love fist fights over yeah. stupid shit i don't need. Oh, that'd be great i'll watch those but i don't want to stand in line for a fist fight no and i, I also start fighting now i just also love that it's possibly the most celebrated holiday that we have and it has a name it's just yeah like black friday is like but it's you know, it's ironically named. It's called Black Friday because of all the fuck shit that happens on that day. It's like, Yeah, it's like Bloody Sunday oh, in Ireland. I thought it was because it keeps you in the black, in the black not yeah. in the red. In the, yeah, it's a business. Yeah. It, it takes your um your shitty books that really? were in the red. Really? Because I just, just thought it was ironic. Yeah like, <laughs> yeah, like, you know how, like, Black Monday, 
is the the day in was 87 or whatever when the stock market crashed yeah. like whenever shit crashes on the stock it market it'll be like black monday black tuesday it just means like uh and it means the exact opposite yeah. it put everyone in the red so that's a really then maybe that's the ironic but, one but i don't it, know it has nothing to do with what it originally meant because it used to be that you were selling all your shit left over during the year you know yeah, like, like emptying yeah, your, your store to get the new for your shit. Christmas shit, right? But now people buy their Christmas shit like three months in advance. It's got nothing to do with any of that anymore. It's just like a day we, they have sales, you know? Yeah. Okay. So but I was I was when you get a big to... ass TV for a hundred bucks when they usually cost five. Like to a poor family, that's a big fucking deal, you know? No. All of a sudden they got a big ass TV and all they had to do was stand in line at Walmart for their entire Thanksgiving. All right. So I was talking to the little homie. My little man, he's a teenager living in Spain now, and uh, uh, I wished him a happy Thanksgiving, and then realized like oh wait you're in spain i guess they don't uh they don't celebrate that over there so like what does an american in spain do on thanksgiving do you like go to mcdonald's order any everything on the menu and then just eat it by yourself or do you kind of like uh hide the like because you know like american holidays are generally super garish and like kind of about like celebrating the fact that you have more than other people you know most american holidays are kind of like that when you think about it and uh but n- none more really than thanksgiving or christmas so i was like or do you just like kind of downplay that when you're in spain and he was like he's like eh, it's kind of half and half like they don't really celebrate thanksgiving here but for some reason they celebrate black friday and cyber monday <laughs> And I was like, yo, for some reason, yeah, yeah, we like we've exported capitalism so fucking hard that he was like, no, we don't really give a fuck about Thanksgiving, but we do have. It's like, yeah, we don't celebrate Christmas, but we do have Christmas Eve. You know, yeah. <laughs> like that's a really weird take on it. Yeah. Boxing Day. Okay, now that I have a kid, I- I'm pushing that one, man, because it's like. Please take some of your fucking stupid toys you don't ever touch and put them in a fucking box so I can get rid of them. That's an actual That's thing. A great in idea. It's like the day after Christmas, you get all you know, you give to the poor. So you oh, take we're all gonna the- do b- Boxing Day just to get some garbage out of the house. Yo, you tried secondhand does, does Christmas. Work? I can I can pick up like okay, say the Mr. Potato Head is long gone, okay, but there's one fucking Potato Head here. Yeah, I'm gonna be like, okay, look, honey, I'm gonna recycle this here. You know, somebody else has a potato head. They can, no, that's mine. <laughs> I need that potato head. This ripped piece of paper is bought. Like, she oh, put she, it on eBay. I can't, I can't get a single toy away from she's that She's an kid. I, me, mine kind so of kid. She's just like, but what are you talking about? That's my personal possession, sir. I'm like, well, actually, it's like some trash I had that I was trying to throw away one day. And you were like, can I have that? Yeah, but in like I, 20 years, it's going to be worth yes. a lot. Yeah, some. But I'm for sure. real, though. No, I'm sure somebody's like, <laughs> like I, the missing. I, I got to part. I got to complete the one year. Classic somebody's 2016 potato. The last potato before they lost their genders. Miss, <laughs> Miss, Mr. Mr. Van Gogh head. <laughs> He's just missing the one ear. Sorry, I went it's to the immersive experience. No, I love the idea that they were like, look, we're going to sell potato heads from now on. Okay. They're not going to be gendered. And when they made that announcement, like, we're still selling Mr. Potato Head. Yeah. He's not going anywhere. Oh, neither, is furious. neither is Mrs. Potato Head. We still got that Darth Vader Potato Head. We got Tot. That's what they call That's the little one. The baby Potato Head is, is actually Wait, is the Vader one called Potato? Like, Darth Potato? I think it's Darth Vader. Darth Vader, that's absolutely. Oh, my God. You can actually, you know, he's got the helmet. But, um, but, so there was never stopping gender potatoes. They were just going to make some, too, that were just, like, a potato. And it would have men and women accessories so they, to them they were like we got this idea we're gonna sell the same shit 10 bucks more woke Everybody's like, Sweet. <laughs> Woo. But, but the, you know but this was just ridiculous to give <coughs> potatoes a gender in the first place that was, yeah no you beat me to it i was I, hey. like because and fox hey. was furious when they ungendered a tuber that was <laughs> never gendered until somebody put like fixtures on it and they you didn't know, even put like, like genitals on it and like you have to wonder like well if you take if you if you lean yeah, back where his yeah. feet go and you take the extra set of eyeballs and you can shove them in the, the top of the feet That's, hole and it looks like, like he has balls okay i do that all the time my okay. kid thinks it's like what do you you gave him a chin again i'm like totally totally <laughs> gave him a chin another chin you know what i mean it right. looks like balls it's like little eyeballs and then they like a little hearts on them because it's his love eyes no but I like like fox news was so like really aggressive no, and, on and the, like the gender of Mr. Potato no, Head that, that you that. like I would picture like Sean Hannity at home like his 
I don't know His wife or maid Whoever serves him His food fucking Cause you know He doesn't do anything For himself Like him getting the potato And him be like Is this a Mr. Potato Or a Mrs. Potato Or is I this don't a They no potato Gay potatoes Is this a A, a potato uh, The best part too Is they're like First off like We're gonna spend an hour Talking about how horrible Cancel culture is Now we're gonna leave that For a second to talk about to how, cancel how something. you should stop buying Mr. Potato Head. You got to stop watching Sesame Street now. Mm-hmm. Doctor Doctor Seuss. You know, they're going to stop putting them racist books out. So you got to stop liking him too. And that, that's just hilarious that you can't rail against can- cancel culture and then cancel Sesame Street. No, who was it? Because uh, Sesame Gretchen, Street was it Gretchen Carlson who was like a lot of mad. Santa Claus is white. Deal with it. It's like, yo, your imaginary friend <laughs> yeah, is Caucasian. Not- My imaginary, more people imagine a fictitious character as Caucasian, and therefore, it's a fucking fact. I well, mean, it, it, in the it, multiverse, there's uh, Santas of every species. Yeah. It don't even take the Aliens, multiverse. Yeah. Like, if but you've grown up one. anywhere where you have like a lot of black friends, definitely no, black, black Santas, Santa, black sure. Jesus, like everything. Black Jesus, everything. There's, there's black everything in America for... And also, my mother, actually, to her credit, was the first person to... Tell me this, because like when I first started listening to BDP and like Harris one has a song called Jesus Christ is Black. And like, you know, obviously we all know he if he was even a real person, which I don't believe that he was, but that's a different discussion. But if he was, it's like he's born in the Middle East, he's definitely not a white person, whether he's what people call black, white, whatever, he's definitely at least brown. You know what I mean? He's Middle Eastern ass looking or something. Yeah. And so I was discussing that with my mom and she was curly like, hair probably. Yeah, you know, even the description in the Bible uh is <laughs> No, lean in, lean in. <laughs> woolly hair. Yeah, they say woolly. Yes, woolly. Woolly hair. Um He's Jewish. Right. I mean that's pretty it's no, right, right there. It's He's, right there in the book. Right, but but ancient Jewish, Jewish. not like current no, no, Israeli. Like, yeah, like, yeah, like Israeli he's like old timey brown dude walking around with curly hair. He at least had a Jew fro as or apparently that's problematic now too. But anyway, sounded problematic. Got it. From the jump, Done definitely. But, I think he, I think it's Hebrew fro. In <laughs> they brew. They brew. Um, I believe. It's like Latinx. Hefro. Uh, but in fairness, everything sounds problematic coming through this uh, accent. Um, and no, no, I lost. Oh, no, no. My mother actually was the first one who uh, schooled me to this thing. That is actually pretty true. Um, I wasn't sure when I was a kid because I was like, yo, you know, Jesus was black. And she was like, yeah, you know. But anywhere you go with it is because we were raised Catholic. And my mom was like, yeah, anywhere you go where there's, like, Christians, Catholics, whatever, you will see Jesus portrayed. She's like, if you go to Japan and you go to a Catholic church, Jesus will look Japanese up on the cross. You know what I mean? She's like, if you go to Mexico, he'll look no. Latino. No. Have not, you been Not in? accurate. Not accurate? I have been to Catholic churches in other countries. In and Japan? It looks like, not in Japan, but definitely in Mexico. He and- wasn't Jesus Christ? <laughs> I don't think I think that the colonizers did a pretty good job of building their churches oh, just, just the like way they wanted them. White, I don't think that it was Christian. like you know whatever however you guys want to interpret it. <laughs> I don't think that's how that went down. No, I don't no, I don't mean that like the colonizers were on board with it. But I've definitely But you that know, it does happen. Yeah. That, because I know that's the case in my mom's tribe, the Yaquis, like they the Yaqui uh, tribe in northern Mexico mm. like like they first of all one of the preconditions to having their own jesus look however they want was mm-hmm. that they didn't lose to the conquistadors for like 10 years and finally the conquistadors drew a, drew, drew a truce right because the crown was starting to lose power like everything was starting to like fall apart um it was reflecting for, poorly the, that they couldn't take out the Yaquis. Yeah, and then the Yaquis on top of that were kind of like, well, the, you know, like the crown was like at the end of its power, mm-hmm. and then and they took a you know all this time to like try to conquer the, this tribe, and it just wasn't it just wasn't working. So eventually they just drew a truce, and then the Yaquis were able to kind of just be like, okay, cool, we still want all your stuff. We right. want your oxen, your wheat. Your, we want your violins. We want your your harps. We we like your all ideas. These, it's all good. Windmills. Yeah, ac- whatever it is. With ducks. Yeah, we want stuff, but and and we don't and and like I think that was a, a lot a, the case a lot in like Latin America. Like, 
it wasn't so much the cons like a lot of people did not take european culture as one monolith it was just like if we can have like we don't mind like taking on new parts of your religion that's kind of a cool idea that that there that there but it's like as long as but the yakis were like as long as we don't have to be your slaves then we're just gonna pick what we want and then so they ended up having like this yaki version of jesus (laughs) who (laughs) is not approved by the catholic church and they basically like reframed it they're like well yeah the bible clearly shows that like you guys are the romans and jesus is a yaki like obviously wow is it, but oh i mean my, that's it's amazing. Kinda, so like in that version it's like like roman praetorian guards yeah, they, are like torturing a native american yeah like, they were basically like the catholic the roman catholic yeah. empire yeah. is the roman empire with new clothes on and yeah and the empire has new clothes yeah, that's <laughs> not, the, the best part of not that no clothes that they're like the ones selling it you know, yeah, they're like, they're these, like these horrible Romans. They killed Jesus. They're, they're like, like, who are you guys? Like they took the book uh, and were like, oh yeah, Romans? fuck you, <laughs> dude. That's amazing. Yeah, instead like, of the Spaniards, the it's it's a uh, fucking we're the new times Romans. This is the weird thing that makes me think of like one of the big points of the critical race theory argument, like that they say like if we learn that the horrid history of America, that that'll make us feel bad about ourselves, but like in actuality, learning about that stuff and saying. Even if you're lying, saying, hey, that's not us, that's that's our history, and mm-hmm. accepting it so you can say that that's not what we do anymore, we made this change, yeah, that's, right. a, that's illegal now, where, what the fuck, but that doesn't that, that seems like that would make you feel better about yourself than the hiding of it. To be able to, like, call it out, name it, and just be like, you know, yeah, I'm related to that, but that's literally not literally me. That's like, no, like, that's my dickhead cousin. That's my great-great-grandma. The, the original, like, popes were fucking... The, the Flavius family, like they were Rome's, the Rome, Roman elites when Rome mm-hmm. fell, basically were like, uh, I got an idea. We're going to make this thing a, a religion. And then as it fell, like the religion stood and then flourished again. But don't you think and it was already families, a religion? Like, led the new empire. Yeah. No, they, they were like that. that re- well, that's the thing is by the time the original Christianity had gotten to Rome, you know, it's like 100 years after. Yeah. Or 70, actually, like 70 AD. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. That yeah. They, they started turning publicly. Yeah, and like weren't killing Christians because that's the whole thing. Because it wasn't about, like, working. I don't think. I don't think it was working. It was making people be like, "Oh, those poor Christians!" Yeah. Like, well, feel and sorry the, for the them. barbarians from the north were coming, and they needed to get the people from the south and the other side to help them fight. So they were like, "Hey, right. we're like you guys. We're now, all the same." So if you could come yeah. over here and remember when you burned that um, library? We I mean, you, we need you to do that to some Germans. I mean, also, that's the perf- it's co-opting of a of a movement, you know. Oh, absolutely. And, like, that's the really awesome pattern to like be able to recognize because it happens in everything. Well, that is the quintessential rock, Roman thing. Like, it's the quintessential with Christian thing. Hip, the hippiedom. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. Like neoliberalism or whatever is like, hey, they like they want to save the planet. Or just we what, should go with that. Or what every aspect of American culture does to Black culture. Oh yeah, like period. Yeah, and <laughs> in some ways I think it's bad, but in some ways it's kind of sneaky good. You know what I mean? Like in some ways it's like, it's like if the if my enemy like conquers me and then like copies me. In a sense, it's like well, I still kind of influenced you. Like your kids are now dressing like me. I don't know. I mean, it is it is appropriation and stuff, but like I think in a certain sense, there's like a right. No, no, no. I I think on the positive side, what I would agree with you on there is uh, kind of like it's almost like breeding out racism. If yeah, you know exactly. what I mean, you're like oh, like it's kind of how um, you know uh, KRS, and I will use the term. Neighbors here, but he's like, uh, "What goes around comes around." I figured. Now we got white kids calling oh, themselves man. neighbors. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, it's just that idea of like, "Yo, when you hate us, but your children emulate us," and so like, you're not going to change the mind of the previous generation because they're probably too set in their ways and too far gone. But as their children emulate. Because whatever you make taboo, they're gonna be like, "Well, what is that?" Well, oh, it and, sounds when it cool. When comes to like culture, when it comes to music, especially music, you, slang, think fashion, about this, like, everything. Okay, a new band starts and they sound just like Yes. Okay, if they're white, they were influenced by Yes. Okay, if they were playing P funk, then they appropriated it, which is a weird thing when you think right. about when you're looking at like the class of people I'm talking about here are teenagers. I didn't say what color the band. You know, like the band could be a mix of yeah. people. Mm. And that's the thing is if the band's mixed. Is the white bassist appropriating the black music, but the black people are playing the black music? 
or and it's a weird thing when you think about when you when people when a band gets interviewed they're like who are your influences you know you don't think about like hey who are you appropriating well we japanese we really like the way that some of their their flute sounded so like i mean that is that is an interesting argument but because music will is is a culture in general is like the one thing that can transcend pop politics in a weird way where politics uses culture for that reason right okay and so where i would say where's the line i think i think there's and i think that's the ever ongoing debate that we will never get to the tootsie roll center of that tootsie pop um but um like people kind of uh People kind of, you know, or at least from my vast studies, uh, you know, people are like, okay, you're appropriating when you're taking shit out of context. And I think that that is a valid thing. Uh, but what I've noticed just from nerding out at being a musician myself and being surrounded by musicians of every different stripe, whether you're talking about different genres of music or cultures, you know, ethnicities, whatever, what I have noticed is that the only not the only, but some, uh, it's super rare that I hear musicians really make that differentiation. Like, mu- musicians will always, you know, be like, oh no, man, I was super into Blue Oyster Cult and P Funk and, you know, and Prince and, you know, uh, fucking Johnny Cash or like, you know. Um, I think art- that if you can do that, though, then that takes a part of that idea of appropriation away because you are acknowledging the roots of what you're doing where it Mm. came from why you appreciate it giving it a nod and not using it out of context in order to make yourself money or capitalize on it or all the things that happen or cheapen it or not acknowledge that that's where it came from and sort of pass it off as some aspect of you know without meaning so so right so you're saying that basically Zeppelin did it is that way Right. Oh, like you were talking the, about this like how the about Stones the Rolling Stones. Yeah. Yeah, but yeah, like the Stones at least like I like the way he plays guitar and we write a new song. It's kind of like that. And Zeppelin was like, I'm going to take that song and that just play. That exact riff, yeah. Like any creation, you copy first. You copy on the way to creation and some people stop at the copy. And you cut before you paste, you know and what I mean? To all the, <laughs> and to all well, of their credit, like, like you chop the sample, I guess is the other thing. You know, you Right. And to all their credit, you'd like to the British invasion credit you know, it's like if they wouldn't have started playing blues music, it probably would have died out. <laughs> yeah. Because in black communities, they were like, "That's old music. Yeah. We got new stuff. We got like R and B. We got soul. Like we got, you know." So it's kind of. But I think the line is like, okay, let's go to back to the Karis One example. If Karis One, if all of the like parents, oh sorry, the parents of the kids that are listening to Karis One, so they're never gonna like approve of it or appreciate it, and that kind right. of drives the kids to be like, "Well, this is interesting. Let me check it out." Oh, it's good. It sounds good. I'm gonna listen to it. And now right. gonna, they're gonna exaggerate how much they're into it even a little bit. <laughs> mm-hmm. But like, so then let's say in that scenario, if Karis One actually shows up, mm-hmm. and they're like, "Cool, Karis One is here. Let's give him money. Let's go to his show." If he shows up and they're like, "Oh, we don't actually want." black people here we just right, want yeah, your yeah. stuff that's the difference if yeah. it's like i want to eat like burritos but i don't want to be around mexicans yes, or like very you know, much that's the line i think it's like uh that uh what is it i think it's an, the scene in office space where uh the super white nerdy dude is listening to damn feels good to be a gangster or some ghetto boys song in the car and he's like screaming and we're yeah. at the top of his fucking lungs at the red light and then black dude just pulls up and he's like yeah okay that's where the line is we we have found the line you know (laughs) um it it is it's uh, you know it's it's a tough line it's a tough line and and america is constantly you know going over it and uh you know you, you don't know until you step over it and then yeah and then you come back and start over yeah, I think I think some people like don't even know that they're racist, and then like a situation will happen, and they will actually be like, "Well, I better play it safe." And then like, "Oh, that felt weird," you know. <laughs> I was a little racist just now. No, and and when you're playing it safe, becoming uh, <laughs> becoming the racist thing that you do. <laughs> well, the, the whole border wall argument that like any time that if your side of the argument has to stop and be like, "Look, I'm not racist." 
then you have to really think about your argument you know like you really do like and say what is the re and then the, that's whenever that like when that that argument came up there's ben shapiro's and there are these people that are like fuck it i'll say it hold on <laughs> we don't like the way they live we like our lifestyle and theirs is wrong yeah and so if they come here our kids might turn out like them and that's that's that argument works and, and if you speak really it. fast if you talk really fast and you just never let anybody else have a, an idea like then yeah you can always like pretend like you won the argument yeah that's like the whole crossfire handy and combs model of yeah. like just talk louder and over people it's big that's yeah. literally the definition of bigotry just like talking loud well, over people and now the, like the school board thing is where they get the people that are that are getting into it don't really even understand that what they're defending is racism yeah. a lot of the times like they don't know like what they can say there's no systematic racism in America and you say well there's my deed you know like when you know what redlining means like anytime you explain that to someone and I've had like a manager at work where for he, during the BLM statue thing he just kept being like these statues just don't even matter this privilege ain't even real and it's like it's like, how fast do you drive home to Hendersonville sir you'd be like 75 <laughs> this is that's it you have to see it right now that, that that's the line there's, a, there's an actual but like redline you can point to a map and say there there was a thing where it says don't let people that look like this buy here and right. so like when these parents learn of that stuff on their way into fighting critical race theory, there's nothing they can right. do but double well, down. Because well, now they can they... be like, wait a second, you're racist for saying that I care about this. You know, you're racist now. I'm like, what? I'm, right. just, I'm just pointing out a racist map. But it's also because, like, it's super hard to prove to people that they're benefiting from racism. Because yeah. the, they, because that, that, that's the point. Either. And it's, it's the thing is, they're also losing. It's nothing new. Uh, to point this out, I'm not like breaking any new ground, but the whole thing about like the reason it's really hard because when you use words like privilege or something, people automatically, obviously, you think that means like you're winning, you're saying I'm winning. Oh, I have privilege, that means I'm winning. And like you can still be white and be broke as fuck and your life sucks, but the privilege you're talking about. To point it out to them, it's like trying to prove a negative. You will never, ever, ever be able to prove how many times you didn't get pulled over yeah. or why. You know what I mean? Like and the thing is, is can, both like both can be true. Like it can be like, yeah, you have some benefits, and yeah, you like and, yeah, and all, all actuality, your shit is fucked up. And like, also, you still the, make such white did terrible not choices. Solve those problems for you. Yo, like, I actually learned about white privilege in, like, the reverse of it. Like, I had my license, my driver's license suspended for 18 fucking years before, <laughs> and also had my credit ruined, like, when I was 19. Like, before I even had credit, yeah. like, I got put into, well, I got sent to rehab, and it fucked up my insurance and a bunch of credit situations, and I learned about it later. But also, at the time... I didn't know anything about credit or insurance, so I didn't give a fuck. And then, yeah. like, it wasn't until I was in my 30s, it was like, oh, man, I was supposed to have all that shit. I was like, shit, I suck at being Caucasian. <laughs> like, I'm really bad <laughs> at being white. I had all this shit, and I didn't even know I had it until I had already fucked it up. So, like, I can relate to people to, to who that. are like, I don't have privilege, because when you, when you think about just the term privilege... You think about, yeah. like, no, I know Troy. He had a fucking BMW, and he is from privilege. Yeah. My dad doesn't own a dealership. Right. Absolutely. I mean, what about this, though, too? Like, what about being like, okay, yeah, what about this? Like, you do have privilege, and some of that privilege is, like, fine. Like, and some of that privilege you need to look at, because maybe it's something you need to, need to, like, try to share with some other people or something. But, like... And, like one thing that I, I grew up I grew up as a brown person among like white liberals right. and for me I was privileged right you know what I mean like I had privilege in those groups because they're like oh my god you're Native American so let me pull out a chair for you so let me buy you some swim shorts you know like <laughs> can I real. do you have any turquoise jewelry I can buy from you <laughs> yeah no they would, no they would be just very like oh my god you're like the real thing you know so like some like I I was like kind of like wow I I feel like I'm get but it's only in that context so it's like it's like it's like um cell service like privilege is like cell service like wow. my like my privilege my privilege it's in certain areas it's in certain pockets you know white privilege can be like this really big huge dude you know thing. but then in some areas like you you go in the wrong neighborhood being white is not going to help you mm -mm. you get you know for real it's the reality so white privilege is not across the board equal all everywhere all at the same time you know 
Right. No, no. I definitely have known plenty of white people who like because they watch the news or in certain situations like, you know, just the whole like uh, equal opportunity kind of shit. They're like, oh, it's prejudice against the whites. Like, I can't even tell you how many times in the 90s I heard people like, it's prejudice against the whites. And I'm like, yeah. first of all, are you referring to us as the whites? That's weird. Like, <laughs> we're not laundry. Like, and as an Irish, most of y'all were prejudiced yeah, against me until about like 30 yeah. years oh, ago yeah. when you ran out of white people. Right, no, your like, you, you got like, added to the okay, cell plan. You guys right. could come on got, in. Yo, you to the family plan. You got added to the family plan. That's exactly like Irish and Italian, like ease, like, they backdoored their way into... Yeah. Into the into they were Caucasity. on Boost Mobile uh, initially. They got off the boat. They were on Boost on Mobile boost. with everybody else, and then finally they got now they're, cricket, Verizon, now they're on Verizon for yeah. sure. Let me, let me ask you this: When you talk about uh, your like being native around a bunch of white liberals and it's having the that, best, did they did they have that like weird? Um, like magic Indian yeah, kind of thing. 100%. Like they thought you had mystical powers. I mean, and maybe like, like their parents read Carlos Castaneda, Castaneda and stuff like that. You know what I mean? So there's just kind of this like, oh man. Can you teach me the lucid dream? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> or like, uh, yo, can you do a rain dance? And guess what I said? And improve my golf Why, game? Of course I can. You're like San Montanejo, bro. Oh, yeah. I'm about to play you <laughs> a song. <laughs> Woo! I mean, a little bit. That's pretty true. I mean, I did live in a, cow- a cowboy town okay. for a little bit when I was in high school. Yeah, well, okay, I just wait, felt where did you bad grow up for them. At? Where did you grow I wasn't up like, oh, I'm so proud. I was just like, y'all don't even know that you don't know. Yeah. But you kind of do. <laughs> so oh, I grew up in like Tucson, and okay. then I, I moved to Utah. So I was like in Tucson, which is like a city of yeah. like what? I don't Tucson know. Tucson is Maybe. where I met Carlos Castaneda. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> it's funny. I lived in Tucson for a while. You did? Every Fourth when, Avenue. When I was doing Dead Tour, I ended up like, yeah, university. Yeah. And, and the gem show? Yeah. I want to play yeah. the gem show, but, man. But basically, I learned that it was warm there in the winter. So like every every time it got cold after oh, Dead you Tour, and a bunch of other people we would just all flock to Tucson. And then yeah. stay, you could get a house for like 200 bucks and just fucking... Yeah. Then I was there, my first time I went to Tucson, I was sitting in a park, and this guy just walks up, and he's like, you want to buy a quarterback? I'm just like, nah, man, I've only got like 10 bucks on me. He's like, yeah, that's what I said, quarterback. I was like, held out my 10, he gave me the quarter, and I was just like, what the fuck just happened? <laughs> Is our quarterback $10 here? And the guy's like, yeah. Well, I mean, it's just, it's not, it's not kind, but it's just regular weed. I'm like, yeah, okay. this was still like at least 40 to 50 bucks where I come from. Like, yeah. wait a second, Colorado is like right there. That's, they still well, sell weed for... Yeah. Hold on a second. I in, got this idea. In Mexico. If we can go from Tucson to Colorado. And that's, oh, and that, right. You could sell. You could get it I for 10 drug and sell it for 25 yes. or whatever. Or, 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 yeah. or more. A quarter for 10 bucks, huh? Yeah. I and, remember. And it was just like Mexican indica. Okay. So it, it would be like kind bud with yeah. seeds in it. So you would take the pound out and throw it in a bowl. And everybody Process would sit there and it. just pop them motherfucking seeds out. Pop, 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 pop. Now it's kind bud. You put it back in the bag. Take it yep. to Colorado. But it yeah. looked like it. Yeah. Yeah, it smelled like it tasted like good weed. Oh, you should have brought it to San Francisco. <laughs> that so too. It was just. It. it was. We did. It, it was just closer. <laughs> hey, universe. CU, the hill, Boulder. I mean, that's, that's not much different than. than yeah. It's like the hate, but clean and rich people. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like rich people that like the hate looks cool, but I, I'm I'm a rich person. And they're like, well, let's send them to CU. Yeah, I never real. I never thought about it until like a, a few years ago. That like, wow, I really did like grow up right there where there was like all this stuff coming like all this oh yeah weed coming through and it was plentiful and like and it wasn't cut or it wasn't like yeah. whatever i don't know i don't know if how how people do that with weed if, if you do but like it just wasn't like it was just right there f- fresh you know yeah. it wasn't like traveling and mixed in with some other like shake or something who knows compressed now that's this is not financial advice that everything I just said was totally fictitious. <laughs> and passed seven. It was a long Allegedly. time ago. Yeah. Yeah. That's how I feel. It was in a book I read. It was Allegedly. a very long sometimes time. Sometimes I read ago. a book and I totally confuse it if it's something I did. I, like I don't know. Like sometimes I'm in the metaverse reasons. and like I don't know if it's reality yeah. or not. Yeah, that wasn't in this dimension, officer. <laughs> yeah, it feels like a different Didn't lifetime. Spider Man. Oh, let me. <laughs> it really does. It feels like a different lifetime. I think you hit a certain age and you look back on things you did 25 years ago. Oh God. It doesn't even. It's yeah. weird. Yeah. Could have been a dream. It could have been a memory. Same to me. I mean, I sometimes I thought of some of the stuff that's gone on in my life, and like I'm just kind of chuckled today. Just like it's just weird that like, you know, I don't know what, what was I thinking about. Just like I, I guess I guess sometimes like poverty can be like kind of trippy. Just like wow, I was actually 
sleeping in a ditch. Yeah, like, yeah, I was homeless. <laughs> you know, every now and then I'll wow. be like standing at open my open fridge, yeah. being like, I have literally had my backpacks in a shopping cart that I was pushing <laughs> back to my fucking encampment yep. before, yeah. after like spare changing on the highway for the day, and now I'm standing here in front of this fridge, about to go watch my enormous TV, yeah, with my computers that cost more than it cars. It definitely helps. It helps being poor when you're like, I've been worse. <laughs> oh, absolutely, right? <laughs> no, I've lived so much worse. <clears throat> I I do get to uh. You know, I still get to my places of depression, but definitely I'm like, really? This is here? Because I've been homeless, like, the way you were saying, like, not hippie homeless, like, actually sleeping in abandoned vehicles and being woken up by crows that were clearly doing it on purpose and found it funny. You know what I mean? Like, they say, like, that raven's a real trickster. Like, and it, that shit is fucking real. Everything in the in the Bay family. As a Native American, I can confirm this. Yo, mystical, magical. Tell me, please. I know y'all talk to birds. You use turquoise rings to talk to birds, you know right? Birds. birds are real. I haven't seen that on... I haven't seen that. You heard it here um, first. You know the from no- a native. Maybe not all of them. From the yacht. Most of them. Birds are real. I'm sure the CIA not, has some fake birds. Not like Big Bird. But like Big Bird's not real. I mean he's real, but it's a dude in there. <laughs> he's not really a bird. But you can touch it, it's real. <laughs> I don't I've been watching like a bunch of these building videos lately and they led me into like from tiny houses into these I did not know about the stealth box van movement. Okay, and it's it's big. Like in what? New York the, now. The what? You, say, you know, you see, see like a New York Street van that's like mm-hmm. a delivery truck and it's yeah. covered in graffiti. Oh, yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. a lot of those Airbnbs. are actually really nice houses on the inside. Looks like a shit van. That's the point. They'll actually get graffiti to, you know, to, to trash them on that's purpose. That's what you mean by stealth van. And then on the inside, it's this beautiful fucking little mini tiny tiny house. And people are living yeah. in these now. Like, Is there a bathroom incredibly. in it, though? Not most of them, and that's the. Whenever I see one of these, the first thing I'm like, "It better have a bathroom." It better. Most Do of them don't. You have to move it every now, other morning before you, seven a.m. Yeah, alternate some, most, side of the depending street parking on where you're is at. real. That dude. is the real but, thing. Um, if you've ever been on a boat and you see a boat bathroom, like a boat toilet. Yeah, yeah, you can't shit in it, but yeah, you can. You, you, can. you know, you, you could. Don't but want it's to. a it's a poop bucket. But you're gonna pay a lot extra. So basically, if you had one of those fans, you'd have to find somewhere to go pour out your doo doo soup bucket every couple days or so. You know. And you got to sleep with like that's like next to your mm-hmm. pillow or something. Now Ooh, some people okay. have made them like more it, like yo, an RV and had a real toilet system, but it's still right there. Like, that's your, your never. Poops are still that's right. never in the Airbnb description though. Like poop bucket adjacent. Like your pillow is poop bucket adjacent. You're not gonna hear that in now, there. Now the big thing in Airbnb right now is glamping. Glamping is 100%. People that build for Airbnb right now, they're no, like, no, 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 don't build a house. I'm going to spend 100000 or you know, fifty grand to build a tiny house. No, no, mm-hmm. no. You make a deck, and you put a motherfucking tent on you it, put and a, have a bathroom or nearby. Like an Airstream on it. Four grand, yeah. done. They don't even go that far. Sometimes they're like, here's a shed from Home Depot. We put a sink in there. Well, see, that's what I, I, I they're like. It's like camping. <laughs> when you're comparing it to a tent, you don't got to go too far. You that's know? like when people pay to go on, like, out door like you know treks and stuff like my dad um runs those and has run his, his whole life and they just you just get people that pay thousands to go and like eat beans and rice with a blanket and like buy a campfire <laughs> to and have, like walk 10 miles every day to have the real deal experience and just to have an actual re- interaction with reality you well, know? Like, no i can totally relate to the trail of tears like i get it i have this blister like oh i know 100 well, think of a movie of like talk. there's some coyote in in mexico okay and he's like he's just sick of it you know the immigrants never pay him good he's like what if we make a website and we sell this to rich white people from california so they come down to Mexico, they get dropped off in Tijuana, and he smuggles like them across the border, about. and they pay ten grand for the immigrant <laughs> experience. It's like, Boom, Instagram success. It's like you were talking about with the, well, look, Renee, with the like, luxury brands. You <laughs> I know? carry my own water today. Yeah. yeah. See? See, white privilege isn't real. I just no, you, know, you know how here's hard proof. The, I know how hard these people have it. Okay, because I took the tour. Let me put this on the gram. Wait till the gram finds out about my <laughs> earthy experience. Uh, yeah, I, I feel like there's very little that you can't sell to white people, even other white people shit. Because uh, you and I said we were talking about this, like the the ethnic white people thing, where like after say roughly like when the Sopranos came out they're like oh yeah because as we said Italians have moved into Caucasity into, they were on the into white first them. yeah they were on the booze now plan on the Verizon but they had to do it through crime right you have to because they're not clean people right like us. and that's like kind of not like the British I don't know that this is like the defining point but definitely it's a part of it like 
any group that didn't used to be considered white, but now is considered white, like Jews, Irish, Italian in specific. And I have a feeling Lebanese that oh, it, Le- Lebanese is definitely on the list. Um, uh, but I also have a feeling that like Mexican is coming next. Uh, and I mean that specifically, not like umbrella Latino or Afro Caribbean. Yeah, like, certain light it's skin, certain light skin Mexican, like all about going to bones, the vote Republican. Yeah, like you're coming in white Cuban, because maybe Cubans. And here's and here's no, absolutely. And here's part of why I think so: the Catholic thing, because Catholics were also. You remember specifically. The KKK was against blacks, Jews, and Catholics when they started. And when you think about Catholics, it's like, yes, there are many, many uh, what people will consider white Catholics. But when you think about Catholicism in relation to Caucasity in America, um, you know, because well, America is... America, you're in Latin America. Waspy. Yeah. But, or like white America, you know what I mean? Like waspy, white Anglo-Saxon, Protestant America. Like... Your Catholics are basically oh, yeah, Irish, yeah, right. Italian, uh, Mexican, yeah. and certain other Afro-Caribbean. Like they're in Latin, right? They, like they're they're in countries. Latin places and places where white people shitted on other white people and were like, "You're not fucking white," you know what I mean? Uh, like even where it starts, like basically Roman Catholic, like in Italy. When Italians came here, my was like, "Yo, you're a little too greasy. You're not. You're not white. You don't have papers. Nah. You know what I mean? So like, there is a. Eh, there's that, a- that was the whole Ryan's Priebus thing. Was with the Republicans was we're going to keep losing if we don't accept the Latinos. Latinos are Absolutely. heavily Christian. We can do this. They're against abortion. We just got to do this. We can we just got to accept them. And because of him saying that, and that's why Rubio and motherfucking Cruz were up on that stage first, and then they were like Trump. Trump came in and was like, they don't want Latinos in this fucking party. It's also because Catholics are into magic. Catholics yeah. are really into magic. They're yeah, that's like true. They're into magic, and like those Protestant cultures, they're not into that. No, no, no. no. Also not into music, and even though Catholic music is kind of trash, because like, ho, 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 like it's always like monk singing, you know what I mean? Yeah. We accept Jesus Christ, like that kind of like shit. You know, it's not like Baptist, like Black Baptist singing. Right, absolutely. You know what I mean? Like Black Baptist singing is so joyful, but like White Baptist singing is even worse yeah. than White Catholic yeah. singing. But there's like, you know what I mean? That's really there are dance elements to a lot of Catholic cultures, and like not through the church, but next whatever. Like there are places people play music, like there's Spanish music in Spain. Oh People yeah, yeah okay. Dance. Yeah, yeah. They have a where dance, there's they have dance yeah, styles yeah. and music in like independent of the church. Because also Spaniards are that fine line. Protestant places don't you know like say England mm-hmm. doesn't have a large dance culture. You yeah. know, like their dances would be like you know one two three four one two, like planned out. There's like the northern dance soul scene. There actually was like which led into what we know as raving. You know, came out of that. But like right, but right, I mean, but yeah, ra- the, no raving is completely stolen from fucking Detroit techno, yeah. fucking Baltimore club. Yeah, like, totally. And those, making and, and, its and, way and when those to, records made it to the north of England, where they were already doing these all night dances, they were like, we should have parties that last. All night did, long, we got in a fucking absolutely, field, absolutely. And, then, and then that came back to America. We're like, why are you guys just doing it until the clubs close? And they were like, okay, let's go all night. And <laughs> why, all night. why do things close where you're from? Well, you guys, even in England, they closed. They were like, let's do this in a field. And then, it, yeah. then the warehouse scene happened. And wow, you know, England. So that was England like before, is, like Woodstock and stuff. Like that was going on. Were they kind of like? No, 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 that was like 70s. Okay, but into the oh 80s, right, 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 right. Okay, you got you guys know Sidney Barnes though. You guys, you, you, you know that guy? He's he's a He's big in that um, northern soul scene. He, he's a, he's a local guy. He, like northern like, uh, northern soul England. and yeah, yeah. And okay. like no, Ireland. weirdly like there's like just groups of like in England in like um, Manchester and above. Basically, we're just like really in. And I'm sure it was somebody was bringing black records there, right? And just like I got lots of them. Like forty fives. Yeah. They were really into like weird soul music. They, and, like, they soul only side, and like, they B-sides mostly and liked shit. yeah the B sides and like the artists that weren't really that big because they wanted to have their own artists, not no. just like like what was and like what people love. were listening right. to. Right? They in were like, look, when I rip off. The yeah. artists that I plan to rip off. A very I don't hipster. want anyone to know that I stole this <laughs> they from started that, that guy. that whole thing of like, <laughs> it's too popular. I, I, I'm not going to listen yeah, to it. Say what you will. With, uh, with the British songs. invented hipsterism really early. <laughs> hipsterism is just late 
style colonialism really at the end of the day no most most british styles this whole thing it would be it would come in as like this new thing they're breaking these new barriers within a year they're like that's pretentious <laughs> this new thing is stripped down and like now like those guitars are that 10 minute solo is too big we're gonna do synths and then we're gonna do punk but like within a year every new style would be like that old shit is just those are rich people they're like but we were poor people like just a year ago <laughs> you bought our records asshole no but like yeah. mu- musically it just reminds me of like i I saw a meme that was going around a while back, a while back, but uh, they were like, the joke was essentially like, how the fuck did the British colonize the entire globe, like the Silk Road, all that shit for spices? And their food still tastes like this. <laughs> you know what I mean? And like, that's kind of musically, we talk um, about like EDM, the rave scene, all that shit. Like, Yes, and even like back to our original start of the conversation with like the Rolling Stones and like the British invasion of America. You're like, oh yeah, we like we we stole the soul out of this and then took the soul out of it and then brought it back to you as white people shit. So you know, I guess I, mean, I don't think they took. I don't think they took the soul out of it. I think they just they discovered the soul within themselves. And their friends they met along the journey were the true treasure. Yeah, no, don't get me wrong. There is there is definitely plenty of good shit in like say the Beatles or the Rolling Stones or the Kinks. You know what I mean? I like the Kinks quite now, a bit. Now you know actually. about or, Peter uh, Jackson just brought this new Beatles documentary out this right. weekend. It's not really a documentary, it's just the Beatles had filmed week, a month and a half of fucking hanging out. But I watched that shit a little bit in the very beginning. You don't know that Get Back had, I wouldn't call them racist lyrics, but they're pretty racist. Like the way yeah, it's about the Beatles? Yes, 100%. No. Like, like George was a man, didn't like them Pakistanis. He lived in a council flat. Oh. You know, like. I was so surprised when I saw all that, like, unseen footage of the Beatles. I was like, does anyone give a fuck anymore? Like, who would possibly want to? I just, I watched, you, I watched a lot you, of it. I know that it, you did. Though there's hours, like an hour of them just sitting there. It's like, there's Ringo. No one else showed up, I so Ringo's sitting there. I'm like, you could you could edit this part out. They're like, no, no, there's Ringo. He's just sitting the fuck there. He's tired. No, Silvery, I'm right there with you with uh, it because, you know, I listen to tons of podcasts. I'm not just the host of a podcast. I listen to lots of them. Um, but it... The commercials on podcasts for this Peter D- Jackson documentary are like, get to know the Beatles, like introducing your own grandmother. Like, what the fuck are you? No. Bro, there's not been any human beings on earth that have had more fucking documentaries done about them. Like, introducing, like, get to know the Beatles. Like, holy shit, unless you were showing, like, the bullet holes in John Lennon's corpse. Like, there's nothing we haven't well, fucking they, seen or heard. I'll say, it, in the doc, they, they talk about in the documentary, they're like, why are we filming this? And like, the guy, they, they think they're making a TV show. You know, they don't know. And the guy, one of the points, like, won't this just be horrible? And he's like, why? He's like, well, I mean, if you didn't edit it, it'd just be great. And like, but there's no way you're going to let them see the real us. Like, there's no way the corporate interests that are involved in the money we make are ever going to let the argument, because right, and part of it, George Harrison just gets up. You know what? Fuck you guys! I'll see you at the club sometimes. I don't want to be a Beatle no more. And now he wait, <laughs> George Harrison just gets up and he quits, quits the band. on camera. Yeah, yeah he just leaves. He's, wait, he's and the then first the next three wait, days. Harrison is the first one that quits. Yeah. You know what? Actually, nobody knows not, how that. I mean, I, I know this okay. isn't in that documentary, but I mean, they didn't know they quit. Basically, John was just like, "Yeah, I'm not coming back." And after he'd been kind of on vacation, where Paul was like, "I'm we're ready to make the next record. Let's do it." What do, you, what do you mean, John quit? Like he didn't even know. So eventually, he was just like, "You know what?" Fuck him! I'm gonna move somewhere. I'm just moving to Scotland and make my own records. D- don't you think eventually they want to quit? They just would have ended up sounding like the Flaming Lips, like if they just would have kept going. No, I think that I think basically if they keep going, this is why like John had to die. Like, like certain motherfuckers just have to. It just has to end. Like, like basically the Beatles just like end up doing a Super Bowl halftime show at a certain point. Oh, yeah, you know they what I mean? They become yeah, like the sponsored most, by Crest or whatever. But now mediocre thing. You now, granted, her. there is the one exception that like Prince did a Super Bowl halftime show that was so Prince and so not the Super Bowl that you were like, whoa, you like you almost shit yourself every time you watch it. I definitely cry when I watch it, but you know that's I want to go shit myself. That's between me and my I guy. Go see that. You know, I shit purple tears. <laughs> um, but uh, but no, like I just think that 
you reach a certain level. And even when you're talking about the quitting thing, right? It's like, like I get it on on the common sense level. Like, yeah, you're like, wait, what? He quit? My homie quit? But at a certain point, when you reach, uh, and I'm ne- neither a Beatles hater nor a Beatles fan. My complaint was just like, yo, I think that we've saturated the market on this topic. You know what I mean? <laughs> sure, but sure. like to imagine, and I have like tried to like, Imagine what Oh you see what I did there Oh hey, Hashtag also pay me for that um, <laughs> I dropped it in there John um, Also that bullet hole joke Was super solid um, No but I, I have Tried to like You know just put myself in the shoes Of like what would it be like to Not just like Cause they had a level of fame But also a level of credibility where like people like usually when you reach the level of Beatles fame or Michael Jackson fame, there's only like, you know, maybe 10 or 12 people that have really reached a a level of ubiquitousness. But even in that group, how many of them really have like artistic credibility? And the Beatles have both, you know. Don't what I mean? you think Michael that most, Jackson has both? Don't like, you think that a lot of them, like I, f- I feel like maybe more, more so now, it's easier to like make industry kind of creatures. But like back a certain time back then, I guess what, there were when, when they were when they were where they were, no one had ever done anything like that. Right? Like no if, one if had gotten a, as famous as them, except right, yeah. for like Sinatra, maybe. And even then, that was nothing like that. You know, it was a different kind of fame. Yeah. It was nothing like that. No. Not watching the like. Hordes and hordes yeah. of women just screaming. Well, no, the fact that like, like laying their eyes on them and screaming they stopped playing live, fainting. Yeah, that was. That was you know, early on they were like, we we can't even we can't physically even do this. Do There's no way we can do this. But right. it's the thing about that album. The whole point of that documentary is they're gonna play live again. So they're gonna make a live album and they're gonna write the songs together in a warehouse and then play them live in two weeks. And just think, as a band, you're gonna get together. You don't have any songs yet. Okay, and in two weeks, you're going to play an album live and record it. Like, we couldn't do that with songs we had written already, you know? Listen, we listen sir, you, you're, that's, you're, that's what this documentary, you'll see them. The they're sitting there playing stuff, and they're singing words you don't know, and you're like, oh, shit, they, they haven't written the words for Maxwell Silver Hammer yet. He's just fucking around. And so, they like, even in the Get Back, he, they keep saying JoJo Jackson was, a, like, from Tucson, Arizona. There's no Jackson in that song. They, they eventually realize that there's too many syllables and cut it out, but, like, as a fan, that's the part that I like is watching pe- people write songs that I've. Like, they're writing Abbey Road right now. And Abbey Road is like, you know, thank God they kept Love going for that writer, long. But like, doesn't that seem a little bit, I don't know, two weeks you wrote an entire album of songs? They didn't. They didn't. Like, they fail. They fail in this mission. Okay, good, because I feel like that's, George quit. You know, they it, can't. It cheapens it to me. I'm like, in two weeks you could, like, knock out an album? Like, give me a right, Okay, so well, wait, this. this but you this, actually could do that. The best like, stuff is without, you know. But it, here's the thing, though. These guys, because at that point, how many years had they just had nothing else to do but make music? Like, seriously, if, if, if we took us and just gave us, like, here, just for five years, like, it's not that we would make, like, something as good as the Beatles. But we would probably yeah. make something, if we had five years to just only pl- make music, we'd probably make some brilliant shit. Yeah. And then by the end of that, we could be like, yeah, let's take this next two weeks. Okay, and but like, all right, shit. so now, but we're talking about in, you know, the three of us uh, as musicians, you're saying if you just gave us the... Tons of money, the just money, a big the, old house, I would like do whatever. nothing for the, four and a half years. Everything, every right, everything <laughs> at our fingertips. But well, would I would work. do a lot of drugs, and right, I would tell so, myself that I was learning. Again, and that's watching YouTube. So, yeah, so that yep, kind of yep. cuts really to the, to the chase of my point is... Uh, it's just like that is so conditional and it kind of leads back to my other point that i was trying to make was that uh like to be a beetle like even to quit the band is like because it's not a job anymore you're not a band member anymore it's like technically that's true yeah but when you're like oh john quit you didn't know and it's like no he can never stop being like this level that we have achieved both in like fame notoriety and uh artistic credibility like you you just you can't run away from yourself on that level like you can be like i'm not gonna hang out with you guys and make music anymore because i don't want to but you're always gonna be like you can't walk away from that like Like it'll always you'll always be john lennon or whatever right until until, well until you meet mark david chapman but yeah until then you're john fucking lennon well the oasis (laughs) comparisons from to the beatles and shit like oasis is they, they stopped 
But those dudes are the guys from Oasis. From for the rest of their life, the two guys right. that are from Oasis are the guys the from brothers. Oasis. Yeah. No matter what they do, they both have other songs. They're doing other bands. Yeah, they're that the we guys will from never Oasis. Know about. Yeah, yep. it's amazing. No thousands, and, and like yo, Paul McCartney has made what like three or four songs with Michael Jackson. He's had Wings. He's had he's had he's more had hits. Really, he's had many, many, many more hits post Beatles than during Beatles. Yeah, wow. and, and some and, bigger, and many bigger. Nobody fucking cares. Oh, and that's on. what no, that, I mean I like about the like Christmas that, song. That, I, like, I love that. You can't. Song. What? You know what? I heard that on the radio a couple of days ago. What do you mean? It's no. trippy. You mean I having like the girl is mine. No, the girl is no, but, the girl is mine, but, and and uh, what's the but, other one? Not but, black and white, but um, it's like ebony this. and ivory. Ebony and ivory. But when I heard the Christmas, yeah, both song, great songs. I know. I heard it a couple days ago, and I and there's a third one that I had totally forgotten about, uh, and have now subsequently forgot about again. But there's a third one. There's a third Paul and Michael Jackson song. Yeah, say 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 say. Thank you. But what I'm talking about, he's the Christmas song. I have the very special Christmas album. But when I heard that, I immediately my brain went to, it's a very woke Christmas. And a canceled New Year. Like Last that. year on. While everyone's suffering, how can we cheer? Last year on oh, Christmas we when Christmas. we had that insane blizzard and everything was like shit. We were already in COVID oh, during and the then pandemic, we had the blizzard yeah. and um, one my of kid my was kids so got stoked. snowed in somewhere else because he was like a new driver. And by the time mm. that snow was coming down, I was like, you can't drive home. And we finally got home, whatever. So the next morning I was a little sad. But I have some friends in this town that showed up at my house, first time this ever happened, and they were like, hey, we have something for you. Come outside for a second. And I walked out, and they serenaded, they like Christmas caroled us with that oh, song. No. Like, he pulled out his guitar, and they got a chair out in the driveway, and they sang it. And I was like, I never loved that song before, but I fucking love it now. Well, oh, wait, they did the Beatles Christmas time song? Something at Christmas. Oh, and a happy no, new that year. One. Yeah, the Paul McCartney That's the Paul one McCartney that he was talking about. This is the one I was just singing. Yeah. But simply yeah. having that no. one. Oh, that's another Christmas one. That's the other one. Time. That's the uh, yeah. Yeah, not that he's got one. Two, sorry. Wait, which one are you guys talking about? That was a different one. Paul McCartney. I was talking about, about the one he's talking about, but <laughs> but you started singing and I just felt like it was sound familiar. It's Mine's like, the sad one from the very the power. special Christmas yeah, you album. Mean, a, a very Merry Christmas yeah. and a happy. Yeah, but Elvis that's Costello's that's like the fucking British. We are the world, and they can go fuck themselves with that because we did. We are the world first, and you can't do like. You know a co- like a British we are the world because you know what England you were the world and it sucked for everyone <laughs> a British guy so. a British guy a British guy produced we are the world he can produce a British it British guy yeah. produced it yeah, yeah. same yeah, guy as yeah, but guess, as yeah, but, yeah but guess who Live wrote it who, it was who written it. by Michael Jackson and Lionel Richie yeah. so producer can go fuck yourself now you Elvis uh, Costello had a song on there that was about like how can we ha- have fun at Christmas if everybody's starving around the world but that's that album had um fucking wait which one is that because I feel like very I know special Christmas Keith Haring did the cover but the main part oh, of it yeah. is fucking Christmas time in Hollis Queens is on that album oh that's so okay DJs first have of all, that record for that one reason alone is okay for two months a year you get to play dun, 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 there's dun, only dun, dun, dun. honestly okay can we just can we just discuss the fact that <laughs> sidetrack Christmas music fucking sucks no I love for, Christmas music. really oh yeah I fucking hate it like <laughs> I love it I come will, on my name is Juan. Oh, never mind. That's uh, yeah, 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 you don't, you don't, <laughs> um, Yaki Balboa. <laughs> no, I'm just saying. I love Christmas music. You really do, really? Yeah, yeah. You do. I, okay. No, like the way that the guitars sound, like the like the <sighs> like it's so whatever. It's like a Telecaster. Or the something. amount of money know. it's made for it. Jewish families. Yeah, <laughs> no. What you're saying? It's actually anti-Semitic to say that you don't like Christmas it music. Is. That's true. That is that's facts. That's facts. And uh, you know, apparently, I'm canceled for Christmas because uh, it <laughs> is true. That, like, ironically. Ninety percent of the most famous Christmas songs like are written ones. by Jewish songwriters. Yeah. That is, that is facts. Uh, but I just I I fucking hate Christmas music as a genre. But there are like I'm gonna say five, but maybe ten uh, Christmas songs that are just amazing. You know what? I think um, I think you just need to write a Christmas song. No, I know what I need to do is just only listen to these five. And uh, it's called "Fuck right. You, Santa." So, all right, Tom, you already said "Christmas <laughs> and Hollis." Fuck out my chimney. Christmas and, and in no specific order. "Christmas Aww. and Hollis" by Run DMC yeah. is an amazing Christmas song. Um, players, Players Ball by uh, Outkast. Yeah, the original Players people, Ball. Is the original Players Ball Christmas. is a Christmas song. That's um, why the liquor store is closed. Uh, a fairy, Package. a Package. fairy tale of New York, uh, by the Pogues. 
is a tremendous fucking Christmas song. Um, Little Drummer Boy? Nope, don't fuck with it. Anybody? Anybody who contribute? What is that song? Honestly, I'm not mad at that song. I don't know. You're right. Can you imagine like in a movie? Like, can you imagine like in a Quentin Tarantino movie or something? Like, there's just that music, and then somebody's just like absolutely blasting a whole bunch of people. Absolutely. Like, and then no, and like definitely Samuel Jackson is like when you absolutely positively. Have to murder every motherfucker in the room. Da, 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 da. It just makes me shed a tear. And then he's like, <laughs> yo, it just got so. A couple deep. Of days ago, we were, I was driving in the car, and my kid, it's we don't do Christmas. We don't, we're not. When I'm not a Christian, it seems silly to do Christmas. Like I do it in the American way, which is like the but least, you, but the least amount possible. The robot yeah. does it. He's Jewish. I know. I just, I don't, I just, you can do it. I just don't care, and Shout I'm not gonna like to robot the reason Christmas. for the season is you don't get a tree and Jesus. decorate the no, tree. No, never, never got a tree. I'm not gonna cut a fucking tree down for a month to decorate my house when that's money I could have spent on a better kind of it tree. Has I could nothing smoked. to do with the environment. <laughs> He's just like, I'm bitch, cheap. I can I can smoke tree. I don't need to hang tree. No, we still don't. We have a kid, and no, we still we have a pine tree in the backyard, and she's allowed to decorate that. <laughs> but she decorates a tree. Yeah, yes, yes. So you celebrate Christmas. Or we plan Shout to at some point. Yeah. Do something yeah. symbolic. No, only now that she was, when she was a baby, we didn't really do it. Of an evergreen tree is we'll, pretty phenomenal. We, we'll visit a friend's house idea. that does Christmas with her on Christmas morning, so we'll go to somebody else's house and be like, there's the tree. But we're starting to. But this just now, we're dri- I'm driving with her, and I'm flipping the radio stations, and Christmas music comes on. She's like, hey, uh, that's Jingle Bells, Daddy. I'm like, okay, cool. She's nice. And then it kept, the radio station kept going with Christmas, and she was just like, is this this all Christmas music? Is this a thing? I'm like, She's like I yeah. love this. She was like, why have it's you like, not put this it's on because all year long? You made it taboo, and now she's going to grow up and be like, oh, Christmas all the time. Oh, no, we didn't make it. And we, you're going to have to we, go we over to her house. It's, it's, but, 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 the, but luckily for you, I don't feel like Christmas actually, I mean, it is about Jesus, but it's like also like mixed in with all the stuff. It's like pagan oh, no. stuff, and it's like, that's kind of like that's general, I, like, I hate hey, when they it's bitch. the middle of the winter. Let's like throw a party to make ourselves feel better. Give some presents. Like, yeah, it's the returning fruit, of the light. And then eventually things will actually get better. But then like once Christianity came along, which is added to the, to the, to the yeah. it was like all of that because Jesus. Yeah. No, it's like, uh, I can't remember. And Jesus was probably like, cool. I'm with that. You know what I'm saying? It's either Family Guy or South Park where he's like, yeah, Jesus didn't uh, save. Or no, Santa didn't save Jesus from that helicopter crash. <laughs> For you to not celebrate Christmas. Well, the thing is, is that, and they bitch about it, like the war on Christmas. That like, if they're going to celebrate Christmas and not have Jesus front and center, then as we're losing. As long as you got but capitalism, is, you got Christmas. Is, so I'm not worried about the, the war on Christmas. But they're winning the war on Christmas when people that aren't Christians are buying Christmas trees. Like they have to see that even if people aren't doing it your way, they're, they're still buying, doing but your they're thing. Pagan trees. And they're still celebrating. Exactly. They're it buying pagan trees. But they don't know Jesus that. and symbolism. But they, they don't have to know it to be like acting on it. The, the original word of them for Christmas part, tree is a German them. word and they don't understand that. Tannenbaum. Oh, Tannenbaum. See, another oh, good song. Bomb. I'm just kidding. That's not a good one. It's but good I just, you know. No, you know what? I get for some reason Jingle Bell Rock gets stuck in my fucking head. And listening to that Christmas music station, it's been in. You know, I've been hearing it my entire life. I've been hearing Christmas but songs once guys- a year. So like, once you hear them again, your brain's like, "Oh shit, I got a whole box of that shit. Let's get it. <laughs> yeah. Let's get them down and string them up yeah, around totally. your brain." And so like, now I'm gonna be walking around like it's beginning to look uh, like Christmas. Christmas. <laughs> 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 But I don't understand. You do not have my consent. We should write our own Christmas song. It could, you know, could be like, Mr. Santa with your big mouth running. <laughs> a real fat guy all of a sudden. Bearded ravioli only bugging. <laughs> Smelling like an onion. Better get home and take a bath. Mother Funyun. Santa knocked up my sister. Right <laughs> See, I'm saying Christmas. Christmas music can be fun. Now she's eight months pregnant. You can make it your own. Just like the Yaki's made Jesus their own, you can make Absolutely. Christmas your own. Oh, man. No, I think we, no, we're no closing on that. no chimneys in my trailer. How's he coming down? <laughs> 
I think I heard him up there stomping all around. See, it's, it's, it's so easy. Oh, so easy. They, they write but that's a, it is really easy that's to write a hit. Christmas That's music. a gold bar. Two weeks, you could write a whole Christmas album. Oh. That's what we're saying. Suck it, Beatles. Maybe like, you should have tried to make a hey, fucking Christmas about, album. Graham, John and Paul. sell it as an NFT. <laughs> Boom. Grandma just emptied Santa's sack. I presents. don't think he's ever getting all, all those oh. presents back. <laughs> Mary, I, I don't think Miss Claus is ever going to get him back. Mary, Mary Malcolm Xmas, everyone. Oh, uh, see now you're bringing uh, Kwanzaa into it, and that's, that's like really racist. Well, nobody bringing, likes Kwanzaa. I'm bringing in uh, no. If we could no, if N-O-Y. we could merge, yo, if you could merge Kwanzaa and Christmas and make it Malcolm Xmas. <laughs> That would be fucking amazing. Done. Copyright. Copyright. Yeah, we shouldn't the, the, have said that the, on the air. The Please South, delete this part of the show. The South Malcolm would, would rise Xmas. again immediately. Fox News would be like, we're back on top. We finally have an enemy again. <laughs> Yo, it would be worth it. We would both. It'd be like the Sith and we, the Jedi. It, yeah, we it would, would be both like, benefit. Like McDonald's and Burger King. Like, McBurger and Donald's King. We would. It would. Everyone would like benefit. Like Kanye and Drake. Pepsi and Coke. And Biden and Trump. <laughs> oh, sorry. Yo, shit just got a little too real. It got a little too spicy for the pepper. We're ending on Biden and Trump both benefit off each other. Vote malarkey teeth. Oh, uh, we had to vote malarkey teeth, motherfucker. We already yeah. knew that. We already knew that. All right. Yep. On behalf of the most incredulous member of the show, Silvery Plath, Paloma Abdul, Yoko Ono. Wait, Woko Ono, Yoni Barra, don't even pony boy, and uh, our special guest, Yaki Balboa, the mayonnaise man, Mr. Pancake Pants, Frankie Flowers, and uh, the Vice Count, Dirty Finger, Adam Strange, Toot Willis, Infidel Castro. I'm your host, Valio Iglesias, Genghis Khan, Punani DeFranco, MC Onion, the Rapscallion, uh, the Subwoofer Drug Pusher, uh, the Boulevard Thunder God, known to the ladies as a pimp named Sugar Cookie, and the Archduke Depeche Mode von Luftballons. Nine! You have been rocking with the worst. This is the worst case scenario because two wrongs don't make a right, but three wrongs definitely make a worst.